0: Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Hardly Millennial podcast where we are young, we are dumb, we are certainly full of... Opinions. Opinions. That's right, guys. Uh, across from me again... Well, as, as always, my name's Adam Hansen. Uh, across from me again today is the infamous Thomas Hansen. Uh, this will be his last
1: day with us this, this round. Uh, but, but I'm sure I'll be back in the near future at some point.
0: He fucking better be, guys.
1: Uh, he <laughs> fucking better be. Sounds like a threat.
0: So... As far as things to talk about today, um, there was something very obvious that came out today oh, that yeah. I think needs to be discussed. And I am, of course, talking about the Star Wars Episode Nine trailer.
1: Oh, man. The, the Rise
0: of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. First of all... I just think that's a dumb name. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, but I just do. I think it's a dumb name. I
1: think it's a very uh corny name. Like, it's almost uh, too easy. And then it's like, in the name, you know, and then we start making assumptions because we saw the last Skywalker die. Or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, I guess Leia is technically a Skywalker you know. I mean, they have to kill her off oh, in this yeah. movie, right? Um, of course. Like, I was surprised we saw her in the trailer. I didn't even realize that she had even filmed uh, any parts for the next one yet. It was my understanding that um, she passed away before they started filming episode 9.
0: Okay, so I've gone back and I've watched the trailer a couple times, mm-hmm. and as I know you have as well. Yeah. And what I think they did with Leia is I think they did the thing where another actress came in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: same build, yeah. Because I heard at first they, they weren't going to do face that, on her. yeah. Like, because well, th- the thing is, when they do that, although it is very, uh, it is very convincing. You can, st- especially when it's mixed in with real people, you can still tell the difference. So, like yeah. when they did it in Rogue One with mm-hmm. the person, yeah, looks super realistic. But I could still tell that that was a computer
1: animated, you know. They face. they altered her features, yeah. And yeah, they, they got someone that looked alike, so they didn't have to alter too much. But
0: no, 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 I'm not talking about the the younger Leia version. I'm talking about with, with the guy that was oh like, the, on the the general, the ship, yeah, the general or okay. whatnot. Yeah.
1: yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I agree. Like, but I did hear that they weren't. Going to do that for episode nine, but um, then I think I vaguely remember reading something like, oh, and they someone gave their permission to use her image or something like that. Um, uh, but like know. to the extent you know, and they say rot, but the thing is, it's rise of the Skywalker, and I'm like, well, you know, Luke already rose and fell, and Leia is like, you know, on her way down. I don't see any Skywalkers rising, and I'm like. All right, so is there a nurse Skywalker we don't know about? I don't think it's Rey. I don't think she's a Skywalker. I just... So you want to know
0: who I, what I think about Rey? Mm-hmm. Do you remember in The Last Jedi, the role that Benicio, Benicio Del Toro played? Yeah. I think that's going to be revealed as like Rey's father. You think so? I think so. Huh. Well, because Kylo Ren had said something in The Last Jedi where he was like, you wanna know who your parents were? They were pieces of shit. That's right, Ray. Your parents were pieces of shit. Nobody mm-hmm. cared for them and they left you. So I think. And del I Toro's- love your
1: interpretation of, of his lines in that. <laughs> Just. <laughs> that's, that's basically what You came what he from, said. from like, junkyard people and stuff. They were pieces of shit. That's basically they awful. what
0: he said. <laughs> so, like, when it comes now to. Uh, to Hit her parrots I think that Benicio del Toro
1: fits that bill, right? Yeah, mean yeah, I guess. I see him do some. One thing you know, I I want to talk about too, just from the trailer, is just the fact that you know, I feel like Ryan Johnson, um, who directed the last the Last Jedi, uh-huh. um, I felt like he made a lot of big decisions, a lot of ones that weren't popular, as it's well known. But I feel like he made a lot of big decisions because. I'm sure he got whim of like that there's probably rumors they were going to bring back JJ J. Abrams and stuff. I think he was trying to do things in that movie to make it so that they couldn't possibly make it, make the um, the next one, the ninth movie, you know, too much similar to um, what was the last one? Return? Not Return of the You Jedi. mean the,
0: the, the sixth one? Yeah. The, the sixth one was the last or no the the sixth one was Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Return then, of the Jedi. The, the one that the fourth or the fifth one was Empire Strikes Back. Yeah.
1: But so I feel like he was trying um to do as much as he could so that they couldn't you know make the ninth one just like, you know, the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um and then JJ J. Abrams came in cuz I see they they show like Kylo Ren repairing the mask and I I feel like just from that little bit that JJ Abrams is like, I'm going to repair everything he did and I'm still going to do it my way and how I want to do it and like making it, you know, it just, it just, you know, I know we don't get much from the trailer, but it does just feel like we're going to get the The last Jedi, not the last Jedi, return of the the Jedi. Jedi. Well, names are too similar. Yeah. (laughs) That's
0: that's what I I think also, because one problem that I really had with, That I had with J.J. Abrams, The Force Awakens, Mm -hmm. was, and this is an argument a lot of people had, is that it was basically just a repeat of of A New new Hope hope with new characters, you know? And then when The Last Jedi came out, I understand people had issues with it, but I just appreciated that it was fucking different. Yeah, I was the same way. That yeah. same kind of feel, you know, and then they bring J.J. Abrams again and you watch this fucking trailer and you're like, OK, like the biggest thing that pissed me off about the trailer
1: was there was
0: a line in there that goes, you know, it was something no like, one's
1: ever really gone. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. what do you do?
0: You hear the laugh. <laughs> of the
1: st- Darth of the, Sidious
0: of yeah the fucking emperor mm-hmm. and you're like oh my gosh so here's what they're going to fucking do <laughs> Ray and Kylo Ren are going to be at odds with each other the entire movie they're going to fight with each other they're going to have they're going to have fisty cups and then at the very end fisty cups fisty cups and then at the very end Kylo Ren's going to the emperor's just going to fucking show up again and Kylo Ren's gonna be like, "I'm with the Emperor," you know, f- fuck everyone else. I'm a- and then Ray, the Emperor's Which gonna completely be completely controversial. The Emperor's well, Ryan- gonna be hurting Ray, and then all of a sudden, Kylo Ren's gonna be like, "I'm gonna
1: kill the Emperor." It- yeah, and my biggest issue with that, more than anything, is probably again because in the Last Jedi, you know, Ryan Johnson made a decision to kill off Snoke. And uh, he was like, Kylo's gonna be the bad guy. You right. know, they tried to like bring him back to the good side. Obviously, he's not taking. And, you know, and he was like, no, Kylo Ren is gonna be our bad guy. He's our villain. Right. But they want someone, They J.J. Abrams keeps going back to this. Like, I want uh, a mastermind, not this kid. But I like that, you know, Ryan Johnson kind of brought it in, killed off Snoke, and was like, no, Kylo Ren is evil. You know, he had a chance to go back. He still wants to rule everything, he wants yes. ultimate power. But now they're just, now they're trying to, they're going, all right, I feel like J.J. Abrams sat in a room and he's like, it's hard to bring back Snoke. It's a hard thing. And he goes, but did we ever really see Darth Sidious die? He went over the edge. He fell like a hundred something feet to his death, right. supposedly, but no one's ever really gone as we have Luke Skywalker narrating in the back of that whole trailer for Rise of Skywalker.
0: Well, and that's just it, so... Rise of Skywalker. okay, well, we know that Luke is gone. Mm-hmm. We know that, but no
1: one's ever really gone, as right. they say in the trailer now. Well <laughs>
0: and then we know that Leia, Carrie Fisher in real life died. you know, so unless they filmed her her parts before she which died, I don't think they did. I
1: doubt. yeah, I don't think they started filming yet. So
0: th- what that means. <laughs> Is that, I mean, the only logical thing I can come to is that Rey is a fucking Skywalker. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. But they're going
1: to have to stretch so hard. And, you know, and they have, like, it going for them. They've kept it so ambiguous as to where she came from. But just, like, you're going to have to stretch and really make her part of that family if that's what you're trying to do. It's, oh... I, you know what? I just thought of something. Because, though. I mean, even Kylo Ren is technically a Skywalker. I was,
0: that was literally what I was just going to say. So you're
1: going to think, like, it's the rise of Kylo Ren? Rise of Skywalker? But he's not... I mean, he's a Solo. For, like, his surname, his Solo. Yeah, but at the same time... But he does have Skywalker he blood in him. He does have
0: Skywalker blood. And wasn't it in The Last Jedi, didn't it Luke Skywalker and everybody say that, like, Kylo Ren's potential was, like surpassed yeah. everybody else surpassed everybody else and that's what scared Luke Skywalker in the first place it's like place. it's the power of so, Darth
1: Vader again
0: yeah and it's but the but that's my point we had that story already yeah we had that because the we've cool thing we've seen that movie <laughs> the cool thing about the original six mm-hmm. right the, the actual George Lucas films mm-hmm. was that you had this prophecy that Anakin Skywalker was going to bring balance back to the force right And then it looked like he wasn't going to do that. And then the whole twist at the end was, well, technically he is the one who killed the emperor, you Mm -hmm. know, and and brought, quote unquote, balance back to the force. And then it's like, well, not really, because the force is awakening now. And now there's a last Jedi. But don't worry, guys, there's going to be a rise of a Skywalker. It's. It's
1: it's yeah, it's dumb. and you know, and I feel like we won't really – like, guys, this is all speculation too. Like, yeah, We're remember, really – we could be 100% wrong. You're and analyzing it, a mini trailer. Yeah, it's – you know, we're going to get another trailer probably in, in a month or two, you know, revealing more and, you know, telling us more about, like, what that story is going to be unless they – go the same direction as endgame is and like they're really not giving anything away which is which i love that but i don't think they will Uh, they're gonna give us more in the next trailer then we'll be able to like really see like where it's going and stuff um like i said this just speculation on our part but Mm. just what we got from this trailer we weren't thrilled about like i i definitely i felt more excited for the force awakens trailer when i first saw that come well, out years ago, but that was also before we got to see, like, the product and see what direction they were well, going with it. Well,
0: yeah, it. I mean, I think the reason why everybody was so excited for The Force Awakens was just because Star Wars was coming back, period, mm-hmm. you know? So now, but now we have, you know, established story, mm-hmm. and the like I said, it's, <coughs> it's just, I... We, we could be pleasantly surprised. We could. You know, and I, I
1: really, in my heart of hearts, I always want to like be wrong when I think a movie's going to be bad. We always want to be wrong. Well, uh, why but do you should...
0: think they brought back J.J.
1: Abrams? Well, All right. Because so who... The Last Jedi, even though people had issues
0: with it, people still liked it. Yeah.
1: I don't remember the name of the guy because they originally they had a different person directing uh-huh. out, all of them. You now J.J. Abrams is gonna do Force Awakens, Ryan Johnson do the second one. And then um who was it? The guy who did Jurassic World was originally lined up to do the the ninth one. Okay. But there is, uh, creative differences, apparently like you know
0: What, he wanted to make the story different than the return of the Jedi?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like I remember reading about it like so long ago, but then they were like, Oh, bring back J.J. Abrams since Force Awakens did so good. But like honestly, you gotta look at why Star Wars does good because it's Star Wars. People are going to go see that movie regardless of if they think it's going to be good or not. Just because they have to. Like, they have to see it just because of the the name Star Wars. And you know what? I'm going to be honest, too. I don't think J.G. Abrams is that
0: good of a director.
1: Yeah, I thought he did well with Star Trek, but then like they were like Star Wars too, and I'm like they're too similar. And like and that's what we got. I felt like it was way too similar to each other. You know, well, yeah. Force Awakens felt too much like how Star Trek did, just with you know the slight differences of you know the story and the plot and well, how it, it is. It, it's
0: not even that. It's even just like his his directing style you know for example all oh, the lens flares you know, oh he's yeah really big with the lens flare stuff which is fine and again I thought that worked for Star Trek mm-hmm. but then you have Star Wars and I I just don't think he's good yeah I, I don't I I respect the guy for his craft and that he's you know I mean he was obviously good enough to get
1: star trek and star wars mm-hmm. but but I then just, again people complain have been complaining too that you know they don't like how you know force awakens and so how they're making it feel like the original trilogy and stuff and mm-hmm. they want something different so then ryan johnson gives them something very different and out of left field and then you hear a bunch of complaints about that how it doesn't feel like star wars that wasn't star wars it's like well pick what you want guys do you want something different or do you want the same thing it's like you have to take risks in movies and I feel like the biggest problem with that especially with Star Wars is like the risk you you can't really take the risk because they they expect it to be a blockbuster hit right. so it's almost like they don't want to fuck with the formula you know right. well, and and so it's like so it might not be completely James JJ a- uh, J. J. Abrams fault but just seeing like what Ryan Johnson was able to do and I feel like that is why they brought back JJ Abrams because they looked at Ryan Johnson changed too much. And they're like, no, we kind of want to stick with the same formula, but thanks for trying, you know, Right. let's bring back JJ. <laughs> well,
0: the, the thing with Star Wars that really annoys me about it, and just for full disclosure, guys, I like Star Wars, but whereas Star Wars is a lot of people's, you know... I guess bread and butter is the wrong term for it. That's what I was going to say. But mm. I, well, I did say it. But, <laughs> but
1: I mean, like, like almost Harry Potter person, right? Oh, yeah. No, you I'm, and I'm,
0: I are definitely more Harry Potter.
1: Oh, yeah, people. more so. I, but, I enjoy Star Wars movies because it's like we both enjoy space yes. and we both enjoy the sci fi aspects of it.
0: Right. But st- what annoys me about Star Wars fans, diehard Star Wars fans, is p- they've become this? It's become this franchise that people love to hate. That that's what it is now. And that's, Every that's single. True. I mean, look at what we're doing right now. You know, we're just bitching about a movie that's not even out yet, based off of a minute trailer. I remember I watched a documentary once that was called. I think you may have watched it with me actually. It was called like Lucas versus the people. Yeah, no, I saw that. The people or something. Yeah. And there's a particular interview. That happened in that documentary that is stuck with me because I just thought it was so fucking hilarious, and they were interviewing this gentleman about this like diehard fan of Star Wars when he did when he came out with Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. right? And people were people hated that movie. So diehard Star Wars fans hated that movie, you know, especially Jar Jar Binks. Mm-hmm. And I remember he said. I went to go see it once and I was like, this movie sucks. Who said that? This was just some diehard fan they were interviewing. Oh, okay. And he said he went to go see it and he was like, I saw the movie and I thought the movie sucked. So I went to go see it again and it still sucks. So I was like, maybe I missed something. So we went to go <laughs> see it again. And this guy, no fucking shit. I remember said that. he went to the theaters to the theaters. Yeah. 14 times. To watch the Phantom Menace just to make sure it (laughs) actually sucked, (laughs) like
1: fuck you. Yeah, (laughs) you had to enjoy it on some level. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I feel like there are a lot of people out there who are like, like, so you hated the movie, but you had to go back and pay. 20 separate times Mm -hmm. to make sure that you truly hated the movie get the fuck out of here you loved the movie Mm -hmm. shut up yeah. Like you're you're doing that because you feel like you have to now at least in my opinion it sounds like you're doing this now because you have to fucking adhere to some narrative that all the Star Wars fans have cumulatively decided that this is how we feel about the franchise. Oh yeah.
1: And like and I hate when people, you know, really bash on the prequels because you have to look at it like this, it was still done by George Lucas. It's like if J.K. Rowling, like we both have, you know, like some strong opinions on the latest uh, Crimes of Grindelwald movie, Fantastic Beast, where you feel like it really, you know, it fell short a little bit. But it's J.K. Rowling; she wrote it. What can you do? Can you it was do? done That's by the creator. Now. So if this is how Lucas, uh, George Lucas, wanted to envision his creation, mm-hmm. then you just have to accept it and go. All right but i i really got upset because obviously george lucas listened to the people and you know and he made alterations and stuff because you know there's rumors and things we have watched videos on like he had a completely different plan for, for the yeah. prequels and he had a completely different storyline but because of the negative backlash he got for the phantom menace he changed a lot of stuff mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we shouldn't like they shouldn't change stuff based on like what we think. Create your creation, and maybe we'll end up liking it in the end. But we liked the original trilogy and it, that was also george lucas mm-hmm. and i was like and he a lot of people complained about like a lot of the cgi and stuff and that's just how he always envisioned it mm-hmm. he said if i had the ability to do this back then that's how the originals would have looked too right you know so at some point we just have to sit back and accept all right that's how it is but then you got the new ones where george lucas doesn't really have a big hand in it mm-hmm. like obviously it has some hand in it But um, a lot of it is just Disney and different writers now and stuff, too. And people are liking the look and the aesthetics of it a little bit more and stuff. And it's like, but would they like it more or hate it more if it was George Lucas doing it? And then is it justified to dislike it then at that point, Mm too? You know, it's just... It's like these these people like created these things and then we get upset if like, we don't agree with how it was created. It's like, that's like saying, um, God, I don't like how you created this earth. It's like a mess. And it's like, too bad. I did it. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, and, and just as you were saying about like J.K. Rowling with Harry Potter, it's, you're right. It's, it doesn't matter if you watch something or read a book and don't like it. You can't just sit there and pretend it didn't happen because guess what? It came from the creator's head. Yeah. So there, I remember there was something that somebody somebody was making that point during that documentary I just mentioned also, George Lucas versus the people, mm-hmm. where somebody was like, like, if George Lucas came out and said the Star Wars universe takes place on a giant octopus... It, it wouldn't true. You have, have to matter. accept that you as have true. To accept it. It's true now. Yep.
1: Be- that is now canon. He creates it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He created the world. But
0: again, just as you said, the the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, none of that is written by Lucas. In fact, Lucas has had some very strong opinions in regards to how those stories go. Mm-hmm. But there is a point too. I feel, as a creator, as an artist, Mm -hmm. to where you do have to let your creation go and you have to let fans do what they want with it. Mm -hmm. So a perfect example, going back to Harry Potter, something that I feel very strongly Mm -hmm. about, is J.K. Rowling needs to stop making fucking Twitter announcements about characters, Mm -hmm. you know, about, oh, this person's this, this person ended up doing this, this person ended up doing... You gave us seven books. Yeah. Let us use our imaginations now. That's the point. Yeah. You know, it, we, sometimes we don't need everything laid out for us. Yeah. If there's like a question that is just bombarding everybody's mind, mm-hmm. well then yeah, maybe take the time to be like, oh, so just so everybody knows this is how this actually happened. But when you come out and say, like, for example, the Dumbledore is gay thing. Right? I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Like, fine. He's gay whatever. Yeah. Why, why did that need to be announced though? Why did it matter? Like, why, yeah. yeah. Why did it matter there at no point, if it was important to the story mm-hmm. at some, which maybe I guess you could argue now it is with the prequels. Yeah.
1: With Grindelwald. And... Right.
0: But with like, but when she, but that's not when she announced it, you yeah. know, she announced it when, uh, the, right. Like, All the books were already the out. Yeah. Book came out. It was soon after the seventh book came out and it was like, I, I mean, fine, whatever. But why? is it relevant? Yeah, yeah is it relevant? It's know? like, but
1: then, like, if she wanted to do a layer and then exclaim, like, you know, build on that, you know, like she has in the mm-hmm. Fantastic Beast movies, um, then fine. But like, she she just did it, it. Was just like, oh yeah, Dumbledore's gay, and then just like, because I, I say so, you know. Yeah. But it's like, and then it's like she came up with that thought and then was like, now I've got to incorporate it, yes. you know she decide that's, later. Yes
0: that's exactly how it feels. Now we could be very wrong. Mm-hmm. she she could have she could have had that idea. She could have known what she wanted to do with the prequels. And because of that fact, she could have been like, okay, I'm going to announce that he's gay now because later on I want to expand on these prequels, mm-hmm. yada, 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 whatever it is., yep. that could be very possible. Mm-hmm. But to you and I, just as you said, it feels like she made the announcement, then later on, years later, she had the chance to do these prequels, mm-hmm. and now she felt, well, because I already announced that Dumbledore's gay, I have to play off of that. And that's catering That's catering to your fans mm-hmm. instead of just writing the story that you want. Yeah,
1: Again, could be wrong, could have always been the plan. That's how it feels like, though. Yeah, and I feel like as fans, like, and kind of going back to Star Wars a little bit, we gotta approach things like Mark Hamill does, because Mark Hamill complete has said time and time again in interviews. But I like his approach to it. He completely disagreed with ryan johnson's um story and the way he wanted to take Sco- uh, he luke was skywalker very open about
0: that yeah he was almost being an asshole yeah
1: we're but like he did say though he goes but like i have to accept like this i just play this character this character is being handed and the story is <laughs> being handed around you know and i i just have to accept it because it's not my character it's their character i'm just the vessel they're using to play him You know, so it's like he said, like, he told Ryan Johnson, like, the problems he had with it and stuff. And he goes, all right, now I've said my piece. Let's move on. Mm -hmm. Let's get on with it now. You know, it's like, as fans, like, we almost have to approach it like that. Like, all right. You know, it's not my story. I'm just watching it, you know. So I kind of just have to, like, accept where they're going with it. But then I like how J.J. Abrams just looks. I mean, like I said, we could be wrong, guys. But it looks like he's just trying to undo everything Ryan Johnson did when really you should look at that as an opportunity to like try some different things and maybe like go, all right, so he brought. He brought it in like, all right. So now there is no Snoke. So now let's like, like, let's entertain the idea that you know this revolves around Kylo Ren being the main antagonist and the guy to defeat. But they don't. They're like, all right, let's go find another big guy so that we can turn around Kylo like I originally planned. Well,
0: and the the problem I have is it's not even finding another big guy. They're just bringing back an old bad guy. You know, the the laugh was clearly
1: that of the Emperor's. You know, Clearly. it's just. But like, like you know, we keep saying it's all speculation. We could be wrong. They, it could be he could be brought back, but in a different way than we think. You know, because we know forced ghosts are a thing. But like I said too, you know, we saw at the end Luke Skywalker died, but there he is narrating. His voice is narrating the, the trailer. Right. So I'm just really curious. Like, all right, so are you just going to have force ghosts walking around? Does this become, like, you know, Harry Potter where you got ghosts, like, just wandering around going, like, we are still here. Like, right. you know, it's just, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Like I so said, we're speculating, guys, from a minute trailer. It could be a pleasant surprise and we might we might get a great freaking movie that's very different. So, um, but we're not seeing it.
0: <laughs> so do you... Do you know what I think they're going to do? What? I truly think they're going to do this. So we have all been under the impression that the second they announced that they were continuing on with the Star Wars story, Mm -hmm. they said, we're doing three more to add on to the Star Wars story. Mm -hmm. Right. I think they're going to go for 10. I think nine is not going to wrap things up. I think... I think that's going to be the big twist. No, they're going. You think they're going to wrap it up with nine?
1: Yeah, because um, as of right now, you know, and things could always change. But as of right after Last Jedi, they gave (laughs) Ryan Johnson his own trilogy. Like, if you don't know this guy's, like, it it's on International Movie Database, the IMDb app. You can find it. Um, he is like still contracted to do his own trilogy, but following like the Jedi, because that and that's again like looking at what people want from Star Wars, and people aren't feeling like they're getting. And it's because Star Wars was never really meant for uh, the Jedi and lightsaber fights and everything. George Mitt Lucas did a great job of giving us that in the the prequels, but they kind of reminded us in like the newer ones that. You know, it's not all about like the Jedi. This is Star Wars. Like, we're talking about a war that's been going on in the galaxy for so long. So now they're giving Ryan Johnson his own trilogy to kind of cover the Jedi and like their history. It's going to kind of go back to the order and like how the Jedi got started and it, the Grey Jedi. If you've ever read the books, you you know what they are.
0: You know, it's funny you say that because one of the biggest qualms I actually have about like Force Awakens and Last Jedi mm-hmm. is that I have not been given the, the lightsaber Oh no, and I've I heard I that want. from a
1: lot of people too. And I'm sure they hear that a lot, but at the same time you have to remember too, it's Star Wars. It's not, you know the Jedi fights, you know, it's, it's about this war. And so I, I never really got on them for that because I love the, you know, me, I love the action fights and I love the fight scenes. And I think I would have really loved to have gotten a really good lightsaber fight too. And I heard the same thing from many, many people, but then you have to remember it's star Wars. It's like, let's not make it completely about the Jedi they had to do that in the prequels because that was like taking place when a Jedi order still existed and all that
0: and I do agree but I also think that you can get both you know um what one thing I appreciated so like for example the last Jedi one thing I really liked about the last Jedi story wise Mm -hmm. was the core story was just this Ship that was trying to outrun the bad guys, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know, the whole time. Everything that went. So it basically, it was just about one single battle, mm-hmm. right? And I really appreciate about that because you you kind of got the the feeling of like here's how war works, yeah. You know? And here's some of the mundaneness of war, but it's not really mundane, you yeah. Know? And but still, would have liked a lightsaber fight. Mm-hmm. I Feel like you could have put one in there and i know okay and okay no let me let me make this clear cuz i feel like there will be a lot of comments on this particular podcast <laughs> yes i know there was that scene with kylo ren and ray fighting the people in the red outfits and fine yeah. fine and dandy
1: yeah wasn't a lightsaber fight no <laughs> no it was not <laughs> you
0: know? It was not
1: it, like people want what we got between you know obi-wan mm-hmm. and grievous and everything which was the prequels were riddled with riddled with awesome you know action scenes with lightsaber fights and everything we got a lot of that but I feel I feel like they purposely like want to step away from that cuz like you didn't get a lot of that in the the originals mm-hmm. um and that was partly because of the technology wasn't there to do it yet um but and I feel like they kind of wanted to go back to that a little bit but then you can also argue again that they're just trying to recreate the originals right you know but that's why they gave Ryan Johnson his own trilogy to do um and I really hope it happens I really hope Because I think I remember hearing a rumor like it wasn't going to happen now, but it's still up. and they haven't made any like official announcement that that's not happening.
0: Well, but going off of my original theory in regards to them making this into a ten episode thing, you could still make this into a ten episode thing and still get Ryan Johnson his trilogy. Oh yeah. I I so that's why I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to end episode nine open. Uh, I don't think... because here's the thing: if they were going to end it with nine, mm-hmm. I feel like what you would have seen in the trailer, and still possible you could get those with later trailers, mm-hmm. but I feel like. Endgame, for example, right? Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. They've been very clear in the trailers that this is the last, you know, the the last episode to this particular saga, right? Yep. The Thanos saga. Yeah. And they've been very clear about that. We we know we're getting more Marvel movies. Oh yeah, but we know that this is the end to that particular saga. Yeah, and they're putting so, an end
1: to like a lot of the original characters and stuff. Right.
0: Yeah. So when it comes to like Star Wars, I feel like if this was the last one, that we would have there'd been more like you know the the words that would come out in the trailer would be like the end to a saga. That everybody loves, you know. But shit that's like that.
1: but that's also because you've been following the characters in like Avengers for ten plus movies. You know, you you got mainly a new a new cast with these new Star Wars movies and whatnot. Right. I don't think they'll do a ten because of just what they put in the trailer. They're like, you know, the, I forget what exactly it said, but basically, it's coming to an end. Like right. this, is the last one, you know. And they wouldn't straight up announce that if they were gonna be like, just kidding, right? <laughs> no, I feel, th- I feel like this will be the last of like this. I feel like we're gonna get a whole slew of new Star Wars movies, like the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Like they're trying, you know, they're they're definitely easing off of the spinoffs right now because of how bad Han Solo did yeah Or solo as it was called <laughs> um uh, do you ever see solo?
0: I did not, but I was actually just going to ask you something in regards to solo, okay. So, if you haven't seen Solo, I'm about to spoil it for you. It's been out forever, guys. I was going to say, it's been out long enough, though, so I don't feel bad. So, But, again, I have not seen it. This is just something that was told for, to me by you, actually. And mm-hmm. I've talked about it with other people, also, is that they brought back... Here's the spoiler, so turn it off now if you really care. That they brought back Darth
1: Maul. Oh, yeah. like you know? right, right at the end, too. Like yeah. There was no reason. Honestly, I feel like I would have walked away from that movie with a lot of... A, a much more positive mindset On the movie in general If they just didn't end it like that Well and that's what I was going to ask <laughs> you Do you
0: think they're going to bring back
1: Darth Maul in this know.
0: episode 9?
1: Because after that movie They're like alright Like a lot of the uh, The standalone movies they had A lot of the spin off movies they had They're like alright we're going to break it For a mm-hmm. minute We're not going to release anything for a while Right. Like, we're going to figure out what's going on so I don't I don't know what they want to do. I know I feel like a Darth Maul movie will come just because Darth Maul has always been such a popular character yeah. and it will sell tickets. Yeah, people
0: I know who don't like who didn't like Phantom Menace, but they love Darth. They Maul. will always say the best thing about that movie was pod racing in Darth Maul. Yep. that's what everybody says who doesn't like Phantom Menace. They go, "Those are the two best things about that movie," right? Mm-hmm. You know, which I disagree with. I really enjoyed Phantom Mendes. but I was also a kid when yeah. I saw Phantom. No, and, that, and that's
1: one thing I remind people too is like, you know, the people who like Phantom Menace, and it's a lot of us, you know, millennials who like, you know, some of them won't like admit it or something, but like I enjoy the prequels, with the exception of the second one. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the whole romantic thing, you know. And there was a lot of that in the second yeah, one, which,
0: like, to me, the second one, it was just too convoluted there was just so much going on Mm -hmm. and it got to a point now don't get me wrong i haven't seen clone wars in a very long time Mm -hmm. you know
1: but i have i've gone back and watched it again and and just i still Still, i still i fast forward through like the scenes where like they're in the hut or whatever with the they got the fireplace going and they're having that i always skip past the whole scene with them frolicking in the field and everything (laughs) i skip past it all I like I can stand the movie if I fast forward past those parts. Right. Like it's a good movie to me if I fast forward past those. And just like the angsty Hayden Christensen. Um and like and honestly, I feel like he's a good actor, but not in Star Wars. He did alright in oh, Revenge of the I Sith. I
0: disagree. I think he's a horrible actor. He's a
1: horrible I, I like I like him and uh I liked him in Jumper, but I maybe thought that was because. 'cause in that too. Yeah. But like um but like at the same time, you know, when because when it, you look at actors and stuff and the roles, sometimes it's just the role they were in. Yeah. You know, sometimes they just get the shit into the stick, and he stopped acting for a good bit after that just because of all the backlash. Has he like, been?
0: Has he been in anything recently?
1: I don't think recently. Or to be in and anything it's like. Recently? Probably, like, little things, like, here and there, I think. But, like, he took a huge step back after yeah. that just because of the backlash he got yeah. from it. That can just ruin your career. There is – And there's a history of that in Star Wars. You look I was,
0: I was going to say <laughs> that that's actually something I want to bring What's up. What's the name?
1: Something Lloyd – um whoever played a uh, little Anakin, little, like yeah. he went down an awful round. Now he's in a psychiatric ward. Well, just... I
0: don't think that was cause of star Wars. I think that kid had a lot of other issues. Yeah. But, but it definitely
1: couldn't have helped. Like just
0: true, true. But one, so I, w- I did want to bring up the fact of actors getting, you know, getting chastised, right? Mm-hmm. Because this happens a lot. And Simon Pegg, actually the actor, Simon Pegg mm-hmm. actually brought this up to, I think, I have that name right? Yes, that's Simon Pegg. Okay. Whereas, like Jar Jar Binks Mm -hmm. is an example. So people had a lot of issues with Jar Jar Binks, rightfully so. I get it. I didn't have that much of an issue that some people did, Mm -hmm. but I get why people did. Well, Simon Pegg, I remember, this is just a random Facebook video that came up, but it was a good point that was made, and I think something for everybody to keep in mind when they go see these movies There was a gentleman who played Jar Jar Binks. Mm. Yeah. He played that role, you know, and his career was destroyed. Destroyed by it. Because of that, you know. Now imagine you're an actor. You've been working your ass off to become an actor. And now all of a sudden you have this opportunity to be in a Star Wars movie. Mm. A motherfucking Star Wars movie. So all that can be going through your head is like, what a great opportunity for me. This is awesome for my career. You know, only excitement. And that man has gone through depression and everything because he is constantly ridiculed because he played that role. Mm -hmm. He has not been able to get another role since Mm -hmm. because he played that role. And I don't think people understand that there's people behind these characters. And Jar Jar Binks isn't real, guys. It wasn't a man named, it wasn't a fucking, what are they, Gungans or some what is, some shit like that? They, yeah, Gungans or something that like that. That came and played yeah. himself. It was well, a I think a lot actor. of people thought
1: too, and it was why it was so easy for them to ridicule him too, is just because they. I think a lot of people didn't know there was a guy in a costume and then CGI put over the man. Like, oh, they it, think it was just. 100% it was just, CGI? yeah. Like they think it was just like a guy walking around in a green suit or something. You know, it's like no, but like there was like an actual guy in this costume and spent so long on set. Like went through so much. Like that costume could not have been easy. Mm-hmm. Like especially with the technology they had then to do that type of CGI it took a lot hard. It was, it took a lot more work. Yeah. To get it. Um, and like you, you said too, I didn't have as big of a problem with Jar Jar Binks, you know, and I remember when it came out, everyone loved him because it it, it was for kids. And I think people really forget that like this movie is like are also made for kids. And that is something that George
0: Lucas has even said too, in regards to some of the backlash that he himself has gone off of the story Mm -hmm. is it was always meant to be a family film. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. And now all of a sudden these fans are going, like, the these fans who enjoyed, because uh, especially when the prequels came out, right? A, mm-hmm. a lot of people who were complaining about were adults that saw the movie in the 70s when it came out. Mm-hmm. And then they hated the new one. Well, it's like... Well, you're not a fucking kid anymore. Yeah. It's a family film. Mm -hmm. You know, do you... I I guarantee you, like, there were adults who saw that movie back in the 70s, and they were like, this is fucking shit. Mm -hmm. Like, because it's a fucking film. film. Yeah. Like, how many (laughs)
1: adults were like, this is so childish, so dumb, and then you had a lot of people back then in, like, their um, late teens, or, like, they were kids, and they really enjoyed the films, then they they start following them and just like you said like and then they get the new ones and they're they're grown adults they're they have like the same type of mindsets that their parents did Mm -hmm. at that age and they're like this isn't star wars this is crap and it's like well i guarantee if you were younger you you'd enjoy it more exactly (laughs) so
0: it's i look i just i just hope we don't get a repeat of Return of the Jedi. I really hope I that. already hate the name Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Like, ugh, come on. You just, you couldn't come up with something better. Still better
1: than like the names I heard rumored. Like, I heard The Last Jedi's. <laughs> and uh, I heard uh, um, The Last Skywalker. I heard that one. Uh-huh. And I guess that one was like the closest. Rise, rise of—is it the Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker, which one is it? I'm looking it up right now. I think it's
0: Rise, Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah.
1: And just I don't know. And then you still got C three PO in there, and oh man. Now, I'm surprised. Like he's, you know, good for him, man. That guy's made a lot of money off one role that he got so long ago. Well, and that's like all he does. He and only does that role.
0: Well, and to be honest, like that's also something that bothers me, and something that bothered me a lot with the Force Awakens was mm-hmm. there's just a lot of fan service, too much fan service. Oh yeah, and when I say fan service, guys, I'm talking because really the entire movie, you know, the the existence of Force Awakens is fan service. Mm-hmm. But I just mean the fact that. Like, you know, they would they would bring back... What was one thing they did, that I remember? They, like... Maybe it wasn't... Maybe it wasn't Force Awakens. Maybe it was The Last Jedi. But they, they would just show, like, random characters that weren't... Like, that had no business being there. They would cut away to things that didn't matter. You know, all just so that they could get, you know, this particular character on screen to get people to go, Oh, look, it's that. That's it. That's what we wanted. You know, I just... I have yeah. a lot of I have a lot of issues with Star Wars. I I go to see all of them when they come yeah. out. I don't go to see them 14 times in theaters. No. <laughs> but I <laughs> do go not. to see them and I do have opinions over it. But I I am more of a Harry Potter fan. Oh you know? yeah. And maybe mm. I'll be the guy in 20 years who's who goes to see the new Harry Potter movie 14 times just to see if I hate it as much as the <laughs> first time. But that is currently not
1: the case. But I definitely hope Harry Potter doesn't, like, become, like, Star Wars, and God forbid if oh, Disney ever gets a hold of it. Oh, my gosh. I oh, know. Uh, could you imagine? I know. <laughs> it's... Oh, I mean, Harry Potter got its own, like, little theme park area in Universal before Star Wars ever got, like, a, a Star Wars land or anything yeah, like true. that. That's true. You know, and you know, and granted, that's just Disney per- when Disney purchased Lucas Films and well, all that.
0: One thing with Harry Potter right now with these prequels is they've announced that there's or J.K. Rowling's announced there's going to be five of them. We're on number two. Yeah, there's I, supposed I heard that to be five. And I'm like,
1: I'm really curious. Like, where are they going to go for it with What the fuck are it?
0: you going to do? Yeah, like in five. How are you going to expand this out to five?
1: Fucking movies All right, guys, we're jumping over to Harry Potter now. Um, yes, yes, we. Uh, you know, I don't know what they're gonna, what they're gonna, especially just because of the problems I had with Crimes of Grindelwald. I've got to watch it again, guys. I watched it once in theaters. And then I was like, I'll wait for it to come out, which it has. And I've got to just like, I've got to get it and just buy it.
0: I was going to say, I almost, uh, I have to go to work later, but I almost on my way back from work, I almost want to go and buy it just Mm -hmm. so I can sit and watch it and just try to figure it out more. Mm -hmm. Now, what I just keep telling myself is that Crimes of Grindelwald is just a necessary, like boring movie to get to the stuff that we need to. Because yeah. one thing with Crimes of Grindelwald it was filled with tons of exposition. Oh
1: yeah. I was getting so confused. Yes. Cause... I was I was fighting to try and like follow the story and what yeah. they were coming up with. For
0: for those out there who haven't seen it, um, you might hear some spoilers, but there's a part in the movie where like there are some characters that they introduce in the movie that you're not sure who they are. You're not sure why they're what their purpose is of being there. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of the movie, there's literally this like 10 minute scene of just like five people talking in the room mm-hmm. to explain to you what this all is. The whole
1: thing with like the baby and everything like I just couldn't. Yes. I, I had such a hard time following it.
0: And they've done this before in movies, but so, like, The Matrix is a perfect example where they did this, right? Mm -hmm. So the movie's going, the movie's going, the movie's going, and then they literally stop the movie. So that Morpheus can explain to Neo what the Matrix is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not just explain to Neo what the Matrix is. It's explaining to the audience what the Matrix is. Mm-hmm. So that's literally what they did to this movie. Mm-hmm. They, they The movie was going, going, and going, and going. Then they had to stop the movie so that the characters could explain to the quote-unquote characters. But really, it's the audience. Yeah. You know, of like, okay here's how this works, here's who this person is, here's how this person is connected with this person, but it was just so it was reaching. It felt yeah. like reaching to get to the 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 point
1: that they were trying to make. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, like this we still got 3 to go. Yeah. We still there still could be a lot going on and obviously it has to, you know, end with dumbledore battling grindelwald well yeah of course yeah that's what dumbledore is famous for is Mm -hmm. his battle with and defeating grindelwald like that's that's what got dumbledore so much notoriety in the wizarding community
0: and what drives me crazy about just this is just has to do with like casting and costuming of the film and stuff is you have so you have uh, Dumbledore, who's played by Jude Law. By the way, great choice. I think Jude Law's an th- awesome young Dumbledore. Great, yeah. um, but we've already in the the Harry Potter movies, mm-hmm. we've already seen when like Michael Gambon as Dumbledore goes to visit Voldemort, you know, mm-hmm. his younger self, Tom Riddle, yeah, in this orphanage, right, which happened in the forties. I want to say your
1: question, like when when did Crimes of Grindelwald like take no, place? No, no, no. Or... When
0: did when was Voldemort born? Wasn't he born in like the forties? Something like that.
1: that. there's that's another thing I know, like to bring the... up is just there's a lot of um there's a lot of um timeline discrepancies. Yeah. Because the way because I was you know reading something the other day and it was like if you really work it out, um, Minerva McGonagall. Should have started school at Hogwarts. She should have been like a second year by the time um, Voldemort yes. was a first year. Mm-hmm. And you saw in Crimes of Grindelwald, she's a teacher. She's young, but she's a teacher. And that's yes. supposed to be when Dumbledore's super young before he – way before he ever meets okay, well, and Voldemort. That was
0: So that was going to be my point. So I just looked it up here to find out when uh, Voldemort was born, when Tom Riddle was born, right? And it says that he was born on December 31st, 1926. Okay? So here's the issue now. Mm-hmm. The the older these prequel films take place in America in the 20s. Yep. Right? So we see how young Jude Law's Dumbledore looks. Mm-hmm. We know that he went to go uh, talk to Tom Riddle when Tom Riddle was 11. Mm-hmm. So now you're talking about 1937. Uh-huh. And... So, so like, at what point does Dumbledore
1: Olsen age, like, 50 years? Yeah. He's got this (laughs) long beard. He's graying and stuff. And, you know, and they could possibly, you know, and this is completely just using my own imagination. They could possibly make something with like his battle with Grindelwald or something that age or made him look older or I something like so that. Too. But like I is said, it, is that what
0: they do with the emperor
1: in yeah, Star Wars. Well, that's yeah, exactly. They electrocute him in this light. They're like, that's why he looks, well, like, that. Why he looks like that. <laughs> He's not just super <laughs> old. He got electrocuted, <laughs> but <laughs> they might, they, so they could do something like that. But yeah, there are a lot of time discrepancies of, when how old he should be and what how old Voldemort is with how old McGonagall is and just the fact that they made her that was the big thing is they made her a teacher in Crimes of Grindelwald they show her and she's a teacher she's a very young teacher Mm -hmm. but she's a teacher and someone had done the math you know not me just because I'm I'm a busy guy (laughs) um but (laughs) someone did the math and was like McGonagall Should have been in like her second or third year by the time Voldemort started at school. She would have been at school at the same time as him. And you know, and that lines up with you look at how old he is compared to like the Potters and everything. So he's probably like a good 10 years older than the Potters. But it's just like I said, the timeline just doesn't really line up. And that's that's the biggest thing that frustrates me about the Harry Potter universe.
0: Okay, so the timeline's
1: not lining up quite right. so you're
0: absolutely right so i just looked it up so i i so this is what i looked up i just typed in professor mcgonagall's birthday right Mm -hmm. and the first thing that kind of comes up is her birthday but it also comes with like a this doesn't make sense
1: yeah like (laughs) sentence
0: so it goes october 4th 1935. okay okay (laughs) so this means obviously that crimes of grindelwald she shouldn't even be born yet yeah but she was And it goes, the trouble is, according to Harry Potter lore, she wouldn't have even been born at that point. Fantastic Beasts 2 takes place in 1927 and features a 20-something Minerva McGonagall teaching at Hogwarts. But, according to Pottermore, Professor... By the way, J.K. Rowling writes everything on Pottermore. does. Professor McGonagall was born on October 4th, 1935, making her a negative 8-year-old professor. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's just like... And she wrote
1: it! She wrote it! you know a time timeline should be something you pay close attention to that's not something yes. that's just like oh it doesn't really matter all right yeah it's like that's something that, you should pay close attention that right to right there
0: is fan service mm. that right there is the fucking the the, the fucking virus yeah that fan service <laughs> is yeah you know because all now they're just like oh let's put professor McGonagall in there what <laughs> and here's the thing too like Nagini JK Rowling not only wrote the stories for those prequels but she's the she's written the scripts, yeah. The scripts, so when Professor McGonagall is in there and says, like, okay, kids, get to class, whatever what line it was that she said, JK Rowling had to write that line Mm -hmm. into the script, yeah. So, what I want is JK instead of giving us all these fucking tweets about what Neville Longbottom's favorite color is, mm-hmm. why don't you say, so I know you guys have questions about what I put into the prequel. It's, come on. You know, it, it's one thing I, no. Again, I feel like
1: J.K. Rowling's also one of those type of people who's like, I don't got to explain anything to you if I don't want to. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with that. But it kind of goes
0: back to why I understand why people get pissed off when people like George Lucas or J.K. Rowling make, the, you know, these uh, claims, and then boom, it's canon, right? You know, mm-hmm. nothing you can do. It's canon. Well, when you do stuff like this, well, just that, okay, it's canon now. There's there's nothing we can do about it. It is canon. McGonagall was there mm-hmm. as a professor the same time Dumbledore was. So, I don't know. At any point and I don't remember this I'm sure you won't either but I'm going to ask you anyway at any point in crimes of grindelwald did they actually call her minerva yes they did call her minerva
1: i'm i'm fairly certain they called her minerva okay cuz like dumbledore had to be like minerva can you take the kids out, or Professor McGonagall or some, but like I I know for a fact that they didn't mention by name like there was no doubt that that is Minerva McGonagall. Because I was
0: going to say, if they just said Professor McGonagall, well then you can make the argument that that's like a parent or whatever it is of, you know McGonagall, you know, but if they didn't do that, if they referred... I feel like that's the way they're going to you, fix it, right? Yeah, Minerva McGonagall is going to be Minerva McGonagall the yeah, second. Yeah,
1: I hope so, because that's one of my biggest problems, is just when you can't keep things straight with the timeline. You know, that's one of my biggest issues with movies, is if they have trouble doing that. And so they better do something like that, because it doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, one, one, thing, one thing that I think is going to be really interesting about these uh, about like Star Wars and Harry Potter mm-hmm. and one thing I'm very curious about to watch is so we got Star Wars that mm-hmm. is blown up into this giant very popular franchise with a lot of fan theories a lot of fan fictions mm-hmm. people love writing and making their own little short films and stories about it mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, our generation, you had that with Harry Potter, right? Harry yep. Potter is definitely our generation's Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I understand Star Wars still holds the popularity also, but where are Among the parents- younger
1: generation, there are way more Potter heads than there are yes. Star Wars fans.
0: So then what I'm curious about, what I'm anxious about, mm-hmm. is what's going to be the new Star Wars and Harry Potter what is is going to be that new i now there's been contenders there have been things that i've tried they tried it with twilight they tried it with hunger games but nothing nothing is you have to like create a world right Mm -hmm. so i'm very curious as in what that next world is going to be that gains that sort of mass popularity Mm -hmm. you know we've and like what, what I, is mean, it, I mean you know? like comic
1: books have definitely like made their comic because like you you have that now with marvel and how big they've you, gotten you could and, argue and, that and but
0: marvel wasn't was originally uh, well I it was already pre-existing too I yeah
1: guess. but i mean harry potter came like directly from the like harry potter wasn't a thing for the past 50 60 years you know <laughs> like it she That's wrote true. the books and it, they got popular and movies right yeah, away. We're, yeah, you only had. Even we're, the... we're just getting reiterations with Marvel, like just on comics. It's like comics, like, you know, print is dead, guys. Like, we're, we're all about movies and stuff now, which is also why they're redoing the Disney movies. It's like it's all about just revamping these say and then, like, keeping them relevant and popular and stuff. Well, so it's like, of course, it's popular now because comic books were really, really popular. Well, I, you know? I
0: actually disagree in the sense that print is dead. Because and Matthew and I have talked about this a lot, too, on the podcast before, where we think we're actually seeing a change now to where p- things have been fed to us so much mm-hmm. that people want to use their imaginations again. Uh-huh. So I actually think you're going to see a surge in... In things like books and things like that, you're just seeing it differently. I mean, mm-hmm. you are somebody I know for a fact listens to a lot of audio books, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's the way we're, we're going. It's not just about writing a book now. Now it's about finding the right person to narrate to your yep. book so that people because people want to use their imaginations again. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think print is dead. I think the next big thing might be a book. You know, or actually, even if it's a
1: book, I mean, print is dead in the sense like you don't like everything's on a tablet now. Everything's like that. So, yes. Yes. Like print's dead in that aspect. I do think people are going to continue like reading the stories and stuff. But what I mean is like we've we've gotten the comic books. We've gotten cartoons. Yes. You know, up the ass. You know, now it's like the next thing. My My whole point with it is just that, you know, we're. We're looking to movies and stuff to be the height of our new entertainment, mm-hmm. and that's our imagination feels the latest movies, TV shows, you know, because you got Game of Thrones, you got all the shows people follow. You know, in that sense, that's what I mean print is dead. People aren't, their first thought is in like, Oh, like, go read, like, this book. They'll read, like, I've seen people, they'll read books when a movie is coming out and the movie looks good. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, but it's based off a book. I'll go read that book. Right. You know.
0: Well, I, I'll, we're running out of time here, but I'll, I'll end this on one final note of what I think is going to happen. And of my theory as, as to, like, what's going to get popular so, as far as franchise is concerned. Mm-hmm. So... There's a game that I've talked about before. That's one of my favorite games that a game I still really want you to play. I'm upset. We didn't get time to play it. While oh you were yeah. Here. About but that. there is a movie slash game created by quantum. Oh gosh. I'm blanking on the name now, but there's a company that created this game called Detroit becoming human. Right. They also did a game called heavy rain and beyond two souls. Uh, but Detroit Become Human is just that. It's a playable movie where you get to decide the character's decisions and get to decide the outcome of the game, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I think one of those is going to come out. They're going to have sequels to those that will piggyback off of how your last game ended, the first game that you played ended, mm-hmm. and continue like that. And I think that may be the next big like
1: franchise-esque kind of thing we get. I, I can see that i mean i even really enjoyed that with black mirrors bandersnatch like just being able to like make decisions and see the different outcomes and stuff yeah i, I could definitely see that being a thing i think it's it, it'd be a bit for it to catch on because a lot of people people don't like to do stuff like they don't they yeah. want to sit there and enjoy the movie they don't want to be like oh well i have to decide shoot right well but then, but then too if like you're sitting in a theater like do you mean like you're sitting in a theater and you get a like press like the options like no no
0: no. i'm talking solely a video game oh okay like a video game now it might get now as far as movies are concerned Mm -hmm. i do think that we are going to reach a point to where something like that will happen Mm -hmm. where you're going to have these they're going to be special theaters though right so Mm -hmm. you're going to have these theaters where everybody sits there there's buttons on everybody's like armrest you know square circle triangle whatever it is and they're, everybody's going to be watching a movie and everybody's going to be able to vote in real time. And whatever the mass vote is for everybody, that's what gets. And they're going to have theaters Well, maybe it'll be like 10 seats and you can go with just 10 of your friends and all mm-hmm. sit there and, you know, do that. I do think we're going to reach that point. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet, but I think it's going to happen with a game first. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, we are out of time. <laughs> but I just wanted to end on that note, on that theory, so you heard it here first. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. And I wanna say an extra thank you for Tom to Thomas for joining me uh the last few days on that was my this pleasure. podcast. Yeah. You know, I hope to have you back soon to be on more.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: And uh, just remember, guys, you can follow us on all the social media platforms. We do have a Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash hardly Millennial. Pay attention to the YouTube channel. Uh, We will be having some new videos and stuff coming out relatively soon for you guys. So keep an eye out for that. And any final thoughts, Thomas?
1: No, guys, just go watch that trailer and then uh, let's have a discussion about it. right in the comments below. You know, what you thought of it, what your like take is on that. And um, just let us know. And I hope to be back here with you guys soon. We do too, man. We do too, man.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Have a lovely day, afternoon, and or evening. And I will see you tomorrow.
1: Bye.